0: Have I been talking about Rodgers that much?
1: Is this something that I've been doing to the point? In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They they have a real shot to get to And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Larry Bird,
2: the hick from Salt Lick. Yeah, hick from French Lick. Whatever.
1: And Eric Fry. I have honestly no idea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
2: Welcome in. Welcome in to this Wednesday edition of the starting lineup. We're here live on the air in the Jack FM 98.9 The Game Studios. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you today and we got a good show lined up for you for the next hour here on 98.9 we of course, got some local sports to hit up on. We'll take a look at the local sports that happened last night, and we'll take a look at what is on a tap for today. And, of course, we'll hit up on some Major League Baseball postseason action from yesterday. A couple of games that you heard right here on this station. We'll talk about those, and we'll talk about the games going on this evening for your Wednesday playoff edition. Speaking of playoffs... It's Wednesday, so we always take a look at the high school football playoffs, the playoff picture as we enter week eight, who's good, who's still teetering on the bubble, and who is out. We'll take a look at that on our area conferences that we talk about a little bit later on in the program, and we'll also hit up on some other random news and notes, and the NHL opening night was last night as the debut Connor Bedard yeah. How well do you do? And we'll take a look at that at some point as well. And whatever we don't get to here in the Atrusha uh, show, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a uh, fashion. Of course, you know where to find that pod, iTunes, Spotify, and it's even on our website, FEMradio.com as well. Just click on our podcast tab. That's where we have all of our shows of the starting lineup in the archives, as well as our football games as Mm -hmm. well and hey even basketball games is uh, deep in the archives at this point with basketball around the corner it is not too far away so we we know that when the playoffs start for uh, football that means it's time for some basketball teams to start prepping for the brand new season on uh, the uh, hardwoods so uh, we'll be looking forward to to, uh, that later on down the line but we got to get through uh, football and the football postseason as well. So uh, that's all coming up here on uh, today's uh, show. So uh, let's go and uh, let's get it started. And let's get it started with what we always do. It's called First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first, and we're starting off in uh, baseball as we're starting off in a uh, major league baseball postseason action uh, from yesterday. And this was the uh, second game of uh, the night, but it's over. Our first ticket is a punch to, to uh, the uh, CS that's the ALCS, and it was a uh, Baltimore are taking a fall as they get swept as a uh, Texas they win this thing, and it wasn't even close as. They jumped on them early, and often they picked up a run in the first, and then they poured it on in the second. Five there, including some home runs as well. And Texas ends up winning this one here, 7-1 to this sweep of Baltimore, the number one overall seed, the team that lost 100 games a couple of seasons ago, mm-hmm. now this season won 101 games, but now didn't win a single game in the postseason, bounced after game three here. And the Rangers are back in the uh, ALCS for the first time since 2011.
1: And let's talk about – let's start with the Orioles, Travis. First of all, I know a lot of people are down on them today. This is not the end of the Orioles, right? No. They're still going to be, I think, pretty good next year. The problem is, Travis, they're the AL's best team in the regular season. They led the AL in wins. They are the fourth team over the last 20 seasons to lead their league in wins during the regular season and go – not just get eliminated in the first round, Travis, go – winless in the mm-hmm. postseason and of the previous uh three teams travis only the orioles won 100 games the rest of them didn't win 100 games but just led the league in wins mm. so and and let's talk about the al east yep i think you can call it the al east because <laughs> seems like they didn't get a single win in the entire mm-hmm. postseason rays swept orioles swept, swept. yep and this is supposed to be the best division in baseball
3: Mm-hmm. You know, you the anointed the Royals,
1: uh, or the Rays, the, uh, the World Series champion after week one. Mm-hmm. You weren't alone after exactly. month one. A lot of people were saying, best team in baseball. Mm-hmm. And the team that beat them, the Orioles, neither one of them could get a postseason win. Both no. these teams clinched playoff bursts, what, beginning of September?
2: Yeah, it was quite that bad, but mid-September for sure. They were some of the first in the AL to oh, clinch. Yeah. Yeah, For sure, at work. least a postseason berth. Yeah, postseason berth. Yep.
1: Uh, and you're done mm-hmm. without a win. Yep. Incredible.
2: And they had their they had their chances in the uh, game one. It was either game one or game two where they had a lot of traffic on the base paths, which never could a uh, cash in. But to go along with that, AL East the numbers. Uh, the AL East teams are now 0 11 in the playoffs, dating back to the 2022 ALCS. Mm. So not good. And the last time the AL East was swept in a postseason was 1990. The A's swept the Red Sox. The 0-7 mark by the AL East this postseason is the worst by any division in a single postseason in the NLCS area dating back to 1969 there. So AL East, for sure.
1: AL East equals Big Ten basketball.
2: (laughs) It definitely seemed like that. (laughs) Yep. So... Uh Yeah, but I agree. Uh, it's not the last that we'll see yep. of Baltimore. Yep. They obviously do need to. Um, this experience that they had of this postseason yep. is uh, valuable for the rest and of their careers. And they still got some prospects that they yep. could still uh, call up. And I um, mean, you know, I think Baltimore's ownership now sees that, you know, we have actually have a winning squad. Yep that we can start to hand out some big contracts to maybe yep. lure some more free agents to be here now. They signed that 30-year lease. Yep. Um, they're gonna not going to be it, anywhere besides Camden Yards. So. It
1: showed kind of where you were exposed and where you need to be fixed, mm-hmm. Yeah. and that's a good thing.
2: Yeah, some of the moves that they made at the deadline, obviously acquiring Jack Flaherty didn't work out for them. Yep. I mean, he was so bad as a starting pitcher, they moved him to the bullpen, yep. and he wasn't that great there either. Yep. So. So, some of the moves they made just didn't work out. Nope. But now, let's talk okay. the other side. Uh-huh. Let's
1: talk the Rangers, Travis. Yeah. Because the Rangers, if you are wanting entertainment, mm-hmm. book the Rangers to the World Series now. Because the Rangers became the third team to start 5-0 and in a postseason despite not winning their division. Each of the previous two teams went on to reach the World Series. That would be the Royals in 2014 who won the whole thing and the 07 Rockies who did not win the whole thing but did make the post the, the World Series, Series so yep. Rangers shoe in for the World Series just crown them now.
2: Yeah, I mean I've been talking about it up until the postseason that they've kind of been up and down uh, streaky and they only needed to win one game in Seattle on the last weekend of a four game set just to clinch the division and they didn't get it done and then they fell there and of course the story that's been told ad nauseum during the Fox coverage of the postseason that when they went to the series in Tampa they had to fly over Texas, over Dallas, Calisei to fly past home, and they couldn't stop there mm-hmm. because they had to get to the series in Tampa Bay from Seattle. So yep. uh, they did that, and they got it done with the young core and Bruce Bochi, who uh, seems like it would be a BA home run hire, that uh, they had just the perfect guy for this team to lead the squad, and they've done a phenomenal job so far. And uh, Valdi, he had some postseason success in Baltimore, and he was great last night. Yep. Seven innings, got a standing ovation, got a curtain call, only gave up five hits in one run and struck out seven batters into the win. And Chapman came in and pitched a couple of outs there. And, man, I saw him with his uh, jersey off. I was celebrating. He looks jacked. Mm-hmm. There it is, a as Chapman. And, yeah, he did have a couple of walks. That's what kind of chased him, but. Um, closer came in and closed it out there. Yep. Uh, for Texas, so they got it done and they're advancing to the CS. We'll await to see who they will face. And then one last thing there on uh, Baltimore, uh, though, that the uh, uh, pitcher that they it uh, uh, out there for this game, uh, Kramer, uh, he had a lot on his mind besides uh, baseball. He has some family over in Israel. And that uh, stuff that's going on uh, over there. So, just to be able to take the mound. And, I mean, I'm not surprised he got lit up with uh, only going an inning in two-thirds, giving yeah. up six runs. So, uh, I don't know if he was in the right headspace uh, there to trot him out there for a game three mm-hmm. must-win situation. But uh, they did. And Baltimore ends up losing. Yep. And they lose the series. So, uh, Sayonara to the Baltimore Orioles, number one seed gone there in the American League. Then the game before that, it was the uh, Houston Astros blowing out the uh, Minnesota Twins as uh, they won this one 9-1 as uh, they got the scoring started early and often uh, their four spot in the very first inning, including uh, Jose Abreu with a three-run home run, 442 feet. He later hit another one in the second deck. There at Target Field as well, that got it up to the nine to one score. So Astros, they're on the brink of making this an all Texas ALCS. Mm-hmm. Seventh straight ALCS for the Astros is what's on the line after their performance last night or yesterday.
1: Yeah, and Travis, it's. It, it, let's be, I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't look good. Like you said, looking for their seventh straight, that'd be the second most behind the Braves. From 91 to 99. And let's look at the Twins, Travis.
3: Mm -hmm. Twins have
1: lost nine straight playoff games when facing elimination. That's the second longest streak in MLB history behind the Guardians, who Mm. have lost 11. So, yeah, that's not good.
2: No, it doesn't bode well.
1: No, it does not.
2: Um, they're in the best of five postseason series when teams leading two to one after game three they've gone on to the win uh, win the series sixty-nine times. That's seventy two percent of the time uh, out of ninety six tries there and that in the division series with the current two to one uh, format teams ahead to two to one and playing game four on the road have advanced twenty one of thirty two times. That's sixty six percent, with seventeen of those twenty one winners closing out the series in game four mm-hmm. and that's what the Astros are up for uh today in Minnesota uh, there and uh, let's see uh, they have uh Uridi on the mound for uh, Houston and he's got three uh, World Series victories under his belt during his career mm-hmm. tenure with the Astros uh there and uh, Minnesota they're gonna be throwing out uh, Joe Ryan, is who's going to be a pitching for Minnesota, four point five one ERA, eleven and ten record this season. It's not great. No, not great. But hey, it's who you got? It's who you got? And that's who you threw out there. Mm-hmm. Like that's who you have. You threw out uh, Lopez the other day. You throw out Gray yesterday. He didn't do so hot. Hopefully that doesn't distract. Anyone from uh, his stock going into the off season,
1: Or maybe it does, Travis. Yeah. Just not your team.
2: Maybe. Hopefully not. Get him cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Get that, some of those hits knocked off some of the millions of dollars mm-hmm. uh, there, potentially. Uh, so, uh, Houston uh, takes this one, and uh, we got uh, three games on uh, today. We got uh, at uh, 4 o'clock, we got the Braves and the uh, Phillies. And Aaron Nola going for Philadelphia, still here on ESPN. Uh, Doesn't have a starter listed for the uh, Braves. Oh, I got Elder. It might be, I don't know. Just ESPN hasn't put it up there yet. Um, That could be. And a Philly. And Atlanta after, Atlanta pulling it out as what some people called a miracle, pulling it out. We'll see what they do here in Game Three with a series tied 1-1. Coverage starts at
1: 3:30 on 99. The game.
2: 3:30, right here on this lovely radio station for baseball coverage today, and then uh, Game Four with uh, Houston and uh, Minnesota. We've already talked about that pitching matchup. That one's scheduled for 6:07, first pitch start time, mm-hmm. and then uh, the uh, Dodgers and the Diamondbacks for Game Three with the uh, Diamondbacks on the cusp of a sweep themselves over the Dodgers. And uh, uh, Fadat is going for Arizona. And Lance Lynn going for L.A.
1: 730. Coverage starts. Ninety nine in the game for that one. And let's talk about the Dodgers real quick. They won 100 games during the regular season, Travis. Mm-hmm. They have lost five straight postseason games in a 100-win season. Mm-hmm. That's one shy of who, you ask? Who's that? The Orioles, who have lost uh. six times when they've won 100-plus wins, including this season. Yeah. Dodgers also... Looking to hopefully not extend that. Uh, In MLB postseason history, Travis, there have been seven instances where a team with 100 wins in the regular season were swept in their first series in the postseason. It has never happened, though, to two teams in the same postseason. Yeah. That's what's on the line tonight. Mm. It could happen with the Dodgers. If the Dodgers get swept, they would join the Orioles being swept right out the door two 100 win teams gone and probably um, two i wouldn't say favorites but i would say the dodgers were probably one of the favorites mm-hmm.
2: yeah oh so, yeah definitely we'll see. we'll see so we'll see we we'll let's see if we're on the uh... Prefaces of history uh, there. Mm And then uh, sandwiched in between there, I wanted to mention with the Astros and Twins game, I see that uh, a lot of people are praising the work of one Adam Wainwright on the uh, broadcast uh, yesterday, explaining the difference between a sweeping slider and just a normal slider. So uh, very, eh, very uh, doing what an analyst does is telling you what's going on. Of the game. Uh, those three have uh, great chemistry uh, there. And please, Cardinals, take a look at this if you haven't already. Take a look at what he's doing in the postseason booth. Make him a regular in the booth next season. Uh, get Jim Edmonds out of the booth, please. Mm-hmm. That would uh, help me out and a lot of Cardinal fans yep. as well to prov- uh, provide some good in the broadcast. And we said uh, yesterday uh, as well on the uh, Cardinals front. Uh there, again, Bill the third, the president of the uh, Cardinals, is out there saying that they expect the, cl- the club to climb in payroll rankings and be aggressive in returning the club's winning ways in 2024, hoping to make this a one-time blimp for the Cardinals, how bad their season was.
1: They're not alone in that, as the Rays also announced that they are looking to increase their payroll in the offseason as well. But, Travis, reports are the Cardinals will not be trading away Paul Goldschmidt or Nolan Arenado this offseason. So you don't well, have to worry about that.
2: Well, that's good if you were worried about that. I
1: mean, at the trade deadline, we all were talking about, that, you know, sky yeah, was falling, they were about, getting rid of everybody.
2: Yeah, we are talking about that ridiculous scenario. But it did end up happening. And, again, I'll believe it when I see it. And I guess we'll find out in a few months. About
1: a, yeah, about a month or two, really. Yeah.
2: So... All right. The stoves warming up. Yep. So, uh, all right. We'll uh, move on here, and we'll talk some uh, local sports when uh, we return. Some uh, volleyball. Got uh, some uh, soccer postseason. That happened yesterday and a couple of regular season games as well. And we'll take a look at uh, all of it coming up next here on the
1: starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back.
2: imagine the possibilities with teatopolis state bank this is jerry rundy if you're buying a home see us to get pre-qualified when you're pre-qualified the seller knows you mean business and that can save you thousands if you're building a new home we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you ask around talk with your friends
1: you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from teatopolis state bank in Teutopolis, Sigal, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC.
0: Fall is here, and that means falling leaves. At Eubinger's Furniture Company, that means it's time for falling prices. So hurry out to take advantage of these savings. I've slashed prices in all departments. And remember, at Eubinger's, we have free financing available for qualified buyers. So if new furniture or bedding is in your future, then now is the time to fall into these huge savings. Only at Eubinger's Furniture Company, where the deals are worth a drive. Highway 50 East, Florida.
1: This is Matt Broniker for Rust Broniker Cadillac Buick GMC and Rust Broniker
0: Service Express here in Eppingham. The automotive landscape looks a lot different than a year ago. Our customers
2: and our sales staff continually express their excitement in our ever-growing new and pre-owned inventory, and we are so happy to be able to offer each of our vehicles an exceptional value. We made the decision to work
1: with a more controlled inventory in order to make each vehicle we offer the best value to our customers. So please accept this as your invitation to call or stop in to see what we have to offer. We are Russ Broniker, Cadillac
2: Buick, and GMC, a legacy of excellence. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free
0: The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
1: And now, they play tonight. Tonight against Michigan. If you're listening, Wednesday. The starting lineup. It's not going to
2: happen. I mean, Michigan's overrated, but. Trav's mm-hmm. going to be so let down tonight. I'll report about it on Saturday. On 98-9, the game. lineup run on the 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you. And uh, let's talk about uh, some uh, local sports here. We have some uh, volleyball and uh, cross-country uh, soccer to get to. So let's get it started with uh, some uh, volleyball. Last night it was uh, Shelbyville winning in the two sets over uh, St. Elmo, 25-14, 25-12. Avlon defeated North Clay Clay City in two sets. Tatopolis over Altamont in a three-set match and a pink out the game. Mm-hmm. There in Ttopoulos, Ttopoulos got the win and they won the first game 25-16. Altamont wins the second uh, set 25-22. The third and a final set goes the way of the shoes 25-14. It was Potoka getting the win over CHBC in two sets 25-21 and a 27 to 25. There and a Dietrich sweeps Nioga in two sets. F gets the win in two sets over Charleston 25 11 and 25 18. Cumberland with a three set winner over Sullivan 25 22. And a Sullivan won the second set 25 21. But the third and final set goes the way of Cumberland 25 14. It was Arcola over Oka Valley in a sweep in two sets. Paris over Tescola 25 16 25 22 in two sets. And in the uh, South Central Conference, it was all over Vandalia in two sets. Both of them went 25-17. It was Pena over North Mac, 25-20, 25-23. Carlinville defeated Gillespie in two sets. Hillsborough over Litchfield in two sets. And Staunton over Greenville, 25-6, 25-16 uh, there. It had uh, some uh, uh, soccer postseason action. Uh, and uh, some uh, regular season games here, as uh, we had uh, Muhammad take down FEM by the final of a four to one, and FEM's lone goal was by Michael Stefton There, uh, Mount Zion uh, shut out Charleston eight to a nil in the uh, Class One A South or Class One A Saint Anthony Regional. It was the nine seed Robinson getting the win over the host school Saint Anthony, and this one was by a four to two score and it's the first regional win in Robinson soccer history hmm. there uh, and Owen Schmidt he's been doing things there for Robinson this season he got a hat trick three goals also picked up an assist as well in the uh, 1A Greenville regional it was uh, North Mac regional it was uh, the AC seed Decatur St. Teresa over the ninth seed North Mac 7-3 in the Murfreesboro Regional, it was the eighth seed Mount Carmel defeating the tenth seed uh, Valmeyer there, seven to one. We also had some tennis action. St. Anthony getting the win over Mattoon seven to two. We also had some junior high girls basketball, with uh, Jasper County winning both the seventh and eighth grade games over St. Anthony. In the seventh grade game, it was twenty-seven fourteen and. In uh, the 8th grade game was 25-20, a little bit of a closer game there. Mm-hmm. And in the 7th uh, and 8th grade game, uh, it was a split here with Nioga and Dietrich. Nioga took the 7th grade game, 25-14, and Dietrich took the 8th grade game, 24-10. And we also had uh, some uh, conference meets in across the country world as we had the NTC meet there at Community Park here in Effingham, and it was the uh, St. Anthony girls uh, taking home a uh, first place here on the girls' side. Neoga finished in second, and uh, Dietrich was a uh, third. And uh, St. Anthony had the uh, top three uh, event uh, top three finishers there overall. And it was uh, Aubrey uh, Dunning, uh, Stacy Vonnerhide, Emma Himnick uh, Hem- uh, finished in the top three uh, there. They had a couple of finishers from Altamont. Abigail Weishire, Uh she finished in 7th place. Crystal Hall finished in 8th place as well from Altamont. Uh, there on the uh, boys' side, we had a Count Eric Beecher City uh, pick up the uh, win as they were 1st place. St. Anthony finished in 2nd. Dietrich was 3rd. Uh, North Clay was 4th. And Altamont was 5th. Uh, August Cozart for CHBC, he was uh, number 1, cracking the uh, top 10. Uh, Aiden and Broniker there from St. Anthony finished in uh, second place there. And uh, St. Anthony actually had four of the top ten. And CHBC putting up, let's see, four out of the top ten there, helping them get the uh, victory. And we also had the Paul uh, Conference uh, meet as well in cross country at Taylorville. And on the girls' side, it was uh, Mount Zion finishing in first place. Muhammad was second. Effian was third. Taylorville was 4th, Charleston 5th, and Mattoon finishes in 6th place. Ava Boyd for Muhammad Seymour was uh, number one finisher in individual. And it was uh, Bailey Summers finishing in 5th place for FEM. And uh, Jessica Larsons for the Hearts as well, finished in 7th place, finishing in the top 10. And on the boys' side, Mount Zion also took this one high as well. They sweep the Apollo meet. Uh, Taylorville finished in second here. Uh, Mohammed was third. Charleston fourth. Uh, Effian was fifth. And Mattoon was a sixth. The highest finisher for the Hearts was Alex Gordon. He finished in sixth place uh, there. And uh, Julian Baker from uh, Mount Zion was the uh, number one overall runner uh, there. And we also had the Little Alina Conference me as well. This one that took place at Indiana State in Decatur, or not Decatur, Terre Haute is what I was trying to say. On mm-hmm. uh, the uh, girls' side, it was Olney uh, finishing in first place here. Robinson was second, uh, Marshall was third, Newton was fourth, and Paris was fifth. And uh, we had uh, Molly Farrell from Marshall take the uh, top spot there, finishing uh, first overall. Uh, Lani Marshall from, uh, Lana Marshall, from uh, Newton finished in sixth place uh, there. And Olney also had four in the top ten as well. In the top ten runners that uh, had the all conference team, uh, made up the all conference team uh, there. On the boys' side, it was a Newton taking first place as Paris finished in second. Olney was third, a Robinson fourth, and Marshall was fifth. Uh, Austin Weasley from a Robinson was a number one. Overall runner there, and Luke Weber from Newton, finished in second place. And Newton had four of the top ten finishers. And those also made up the all-conference team uh, there in the LIC. So, busy day of conference meets there in across country as they have some uh, postseason action coming up here very shortly mm-hmm. as well. And uh, local sports: Sephora today in uh, volleyball, a couple games here. At Villa Grove at Sara Gordo Unity Christian hosting Argenta. Uh, Mount Carmel is at in and Paris is at a Danville. The Central Illinois Conference: Decatur, MacArthur at Clinton, and we have one soccer match here. We have Mount Zion hosting Jacksonville there as well. And I just got the. Uh, NTC uh, volleyball tournament schedule as this came in uh, this morning as it'll be uh, the uh, number one overall seed at uh, St. Anthony and uh, they will get underway on a Thursday. All these games are played at the Enloe Center uh, there or at least the uh, Thursday and part of Fridays. They also are in the grade school on Friday as well but uh, pool A sees the uh, number one seed St. Anthony, the sixth seed Dietrich, and the seventh seed Nioga, and that too is taking place tomorrow as St. Anthony matching up with Nioga, 5 o'clock. Six o'clock is Dietrich versus Nioga, and then at 7 o'clock, it's St. Anthony versus Dietrich there. In a pool B, it's Windsor's Two Straws, the two seed, Altamont the five, St. Elmo is the eighth. In pool C, uh, the three seed north clay four seed south central and the nine seed chbc and this will all conclude on a saturday as it'll start on the bronze pool and go all the way to the gold pool at seven o'clock so from 9 a.m to 7 p.m there on a saturday at the endless center for volleyball there so uh, ntc tournament there kicks off tomorrow Hey, we just talked about uh, some uh, postseason action uh, for uh, soccer and cross country coming up soon, volleyball coming up soon. Well, we got to talk about some uh, playoffs that's starting uh, with football. Mm-hmm. It's week number eight in high school football. we got to see where our teams stack up in the playoff picture. And so that's what we're talking about coming up next here on the starting lineup.
1: The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back.
0: Welcome to Illinois, where our favorite topic is the weather. Dust and Sun Auto Supplies knows when it comes to the weather, you can't leave anything to chance. It's time to start winterizing. To help you get
1: started, Dust and Sun is featuring RV Plus Antifreeze, available in gallon jugs and 55-gallon containers. This antifreeze is great for RVs, boats, swimming pools, and vacation homes.
0: Take advantage of the nice days we have left. Come by any Dust and Sun Auto Supplies location and pick up a gallon
1: of RV antifreeze. Let us help you make sure you're ready for the constant changing weather conditions in Illinois.
0: Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around, talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel and Effingham, equal housing lender and member FDIC.
1: The Cromwell Media Group of Illinois operated radio stations WCRC, WCRA, WHQQ, WJKG, and 96.3 Classic Rock is an equal opportunity employer dedicated to providing broad outreach regarding job vacancies. We seek the help of local organizations in referring qualified applicants to our stations. Organizations that wish to receive our vacancy information should contact Cindy Hansen, EEO Manager, at 217-428-4487. That's 217-428-4487.
0: Get 11% off everything at Menards. Prepare and protect your boats and recreational vehicles for the colder weather with RV and marine antifreeze. Its burst proof protection is formulated to defend freezing temperatures down to negative 50 degrees. Protect your investments and get a gallon for $249 after 11% off now at Menards. Good through October 15th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at... Klein Tools are new at Lowe's Pros. Lowe's knows you want top brands and quality products, and Klein Tools delivers. Right now, get the Klein 3-piece Modbox Mobile Workstation for $319.94 and the Klein 5-piece Cushion Grip Screwdriver set for just $34.97. Both exclusively at Lowe's. Shop the largest selection of Klein Tools, the highest quality tool brand at Lowe's. Because Lowe's knows tools, Lowe's knows pros eBay Motors is here for the ride. So minivans, sedans, JDMs, roll out. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. And with eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
2: And now, but I think that it would be just funny if Ohio State, after Dabo, ranked them number eleven, they come in and whoop some Clemson Tiger butt. And the last image of Trevor Lawrence is him crying his eyes out, losing in a semifinals, knowing that he's going to Jacksonville and to NFL purgatory. The starting lineup.
1: So what we found out on this episode of the podcast, by the way, is that Travis is very vengeful and yep. hurtful to others.
2: Absolutely. On 98 9, the game.
1: Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues have put the finishing touches on their opening day roster. The team revealed its roster yesterday. St. Louis left most of its team back from last season, with Kevin Hayes being the only notable addition. Blues will have 13 forwards, eight defensemen, and two goaltenders. St. Louis opens the regular season with a game against the Stars tomorrow night. The Blackhawks scored three goals in the third period during a 4-2 season opening win over the Penguins in Pittsburgh. Connor Bedard, I believe, had a assist on the night the Blackhawks visit the Bruins tonight. The Sky have ended their coaching search as Shams Charina is reporting that the Sky agreed to a deal with Hall of Famer Teresa Witherspoon lead the bench yesterday, Weatherspoon is a five-time WNBA All-Star during her playing career, which spanned from 97 till 2004. She's a two-time WNBA Defensive Player of the Year, also won gold medal in the Olympics at Team USA in 1998. Weatherspoon was the head coach for Louisiana Tech for five seasons. She was an assistant with the New Orleans Pelicans 2019 until she was fired last June. She takes over for Amir Vanterserv, who was the interim coach for the 2023 season after James Wade left to take a job With the Raptors in early July. And Travis's Rams are parting ways with wide receiver Van Jefferson. They traded him and a fifth rounder to the Falcons.
2: Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center. Yep. 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 Kapai. Van Jefferson. Yep. Lena adding some pieces. Yep. Possibly.
1: Reunites him with his former college teammate Kyle Pitts. Oh. There you go. You started every game in the 2021 season, did uh, Van Jefferson mm-hmm. help the Rams win the Super Bowl. Yep. And you traded him in a seventh rounder for a sixth rounder. That's it.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. Got to acquire some later picks. We finally have one this year, though. That's true. First you do. Picks. Wait till you trade it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jury's still out on that one. You traded the Bears <laughs> for the one? Uh No. <laughs> Probably not. It was Caleb Williams even, did he even have the Rams on his list? Uh, I think he Teams? may have. I don't know. But uh, we're not thinking about the number one pick. We're still no. still right in the thick of it. That's right. And get to the wild card. There you go. That's right. There, so, you go. there you go. Speaking of wild cards, there's no wild cards here. It's just who's in, who's out. Yep. Coming up in a couple weeks on a selection Saturday. And uh, let's take a look at the high school playoff picture here as we enter week eight. Where do we stand?
1: All right, let's start in the Apollo Conference, Travis. We will start with our teams that are now officially our playoff teams. Muhammad, you're in. Seventh uh, and 5A, six and one, you're good. Mount Zion, six and one, sixth and 4A. They are both good, they're playoff teams. Charleston, playoff eligible, not clinched yet, um, sitting at five and two. They're 15th and 4A, so I feel comfortable in saying that they're in. But I'm not officially moving them yet into the playoff, you know, right. uh, officially a playoff team. Like for right. me to get six wins. But I think if it came down to it, 15th and 4A, I think it's pretty comfortable to be in.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Picking up the sixth win. They got Taylorville this week and then uh, Salem at home to close yep. out the year.
1: Yep. Uh, lots of promise, Travis. I still have Taylorville in the lots of promise category sitting at 4-3. and three. Their remaining record is nice 7-7. Seven and seven. Is their remaining record of, of the two teams they have to face their thirtieth and four A, which is right. I mean, you talk a bubble. Yeah, they right are there. the bubble as far as four A goes. Mm-hmm. So I I think getting a fifth win is going to be very crucial uh, for Taylorville, and then just got to see where the points lie. Yeah, they're
2: twenty have twenty six points right now, and Bethalto Civic Memorial in week nine
1: is only two and five on the season. Yeah. That's where that record stands. And I think they've been in. Uh, beast mode a couple times on the losing end of things and then finally travis in the in trouble category that's where we have the fgm hearts Mm. three and four on the year 33rd and 4a so again they're on the opposite side of taylorville they are the highest three and four team in 4a they have Mm. the most points of any three and four team i just don't know if they can get five wins
2: 37 points for the hearts they have
1: the points to, to get in
2: Mm-hmm. I just don't
1: know if they can get to five wins. It's yep. gonna come down to Mount Zion Friday night.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what's all gonna come down to. Centralia only two and five yep. on the season, so that would be a good final game for the Hearts. But yeah, they got to get through the Braves this yep. Friday night.
1: All right, let's move on to the Lincoln Prairie Conference, Travis. Mm-hmm. Uh, playoff teams: Arthur Sullivan. They're both still in. Uh, Arthur second and one A, Travis, but their remaining schedule. Ten and four for Arthur. They have a tough remaining schedule. Of course, that includes Sullivan.
2: It's Arcola and Sullivan.
1: That's that's no cakewalk.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you look at Sullivan, third and three A, their remaining schedule. Travis is seven and seven, and that includes Arthur. Arthur, who's seven and zero. Oh. So they have Tri County this week. Yes, they have Tri County. Yeah. So Sullivan's road to undefeated is a lot easier than Arthur's. Sure. Uh, teams that are playoff eligible, we put the Cumberland Pirates there, now sitting at 5-2. 24th and 1A is a little low for the Pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, I would feel a lot more comfortable with having 6 or 7 wins, if it's me. But 24th and 1A, you're starting to get into that. I feel at this point, Travis, if you are 28th or higher as far as points go in a class you're in that bubble territory. You're in that, you know, a couple of teams win and they leapfrog you kind of area. Mm-hmm. So I think the Pirates are, are not quite there yet, but they're close.
2: Yeah, and, you know, they have 30 points yep. right now. It's yep. kind of right, right around there with yep. the some a couple other teams there that's grouped in there.
1: Obviously, a sixth win would get you, mm-hmm. get you feeling a lot better.
2: Yep, and you got Argenta. Next week and of course this week's Nekoma Scams
1: Yep. Um, in good shape, Travis. I'm putting Villa Grove here. Not just their four and three record puts them in good shape. They're currently in right now. They would be 31st and 1A, but their remaining schedule, Travis, two and twelve. Two and twelve is the remaining opponents for Villa Grove. Two easy wins. Should be easy wins. That would get them to six wins and a guaranteed playoff spot. They should take care of business against these two teams. Yep, they got
2: Sagamon Valley this week. We heard Coach Wilson talk about that yesterday. And uh, Tri County, they close out the year with. Mm-hmm. So.
1: And then on the bubble, Travis, we have them all lumped together Arcola, Argentina, Nakomis because they're all lumped together 39th, 40th, and 41st, or 42nd in <laughs> 1A. They're all right there. Look at
2: that. They all are right there. But if
1: you had to tell me, pick one. I'm gonna go Argenta, Travis. The remaining schedule's the easiest. They got six and eight record ahead of them. That includes the Cumberland Pirates, who currently have five wins, which may be a little rough. Uh Nokomis, seven and seven remaining schedule. Arcola, but the toughest, eight and six. But when you factor one of those games as Arthur, that's seven wins, but you gotta win it. You gotta win it. Sitting mm-hmm. there at three and four. So
2: Yeah, you know, Argenta and Nekomas have that common opponent with with each other in yep. Cumberland and stuff to face and yeah I mean you have that one one team that's you know right at the top and then you have another one that's kind of yep at the bottom for both of these for both of these teams so yep. their schedules are very similar to close out mm-hmm. the year and they're all grouped right there in the same. So everything's about the same
1: yep uh, Central Illinois Conference Travis uh, Shelbyville they're in seven and0 uh, fourth and two a um, I think they are pretty comfortable to be hosting a playoff game. Um, th- th- I think they're good to go. Uh, playoff eligible teams, Clinton 5-2. and two, They're eligible 20th and 3A. I think they're comfortably in 3A. I think they are uh, comfortable in that spot right now. 8-6 um, and six remaining schedule, which means I still think they can win a game or two uh, to end the year and possibly be sitting at six or seven wins. But I think even if they were to finish 5-4, and four, Travis, I think they got the points to get in.
2: Uh, of course, they got the big game with uh, Shelbyville for yep. the conference title, and then they close out with 1-6 and six Pontiac. Yeah, so, that should be a win. They yeah, get... even even if they don't win against Shelbyville, yep. they probably will win week nine, so it should be good.
1: On the bubble, Travis, and, and that bubble is slowly shrinking. Uh, first, Warrensburg, 43rd and 1A. That's a difficult spot to be in. 3-4 is a difficult spot to be in. And 7-7 seven and seven is the remaining team's record they're facing. So, Warrensburg, I have on the bubble. I just I, I don't know if they can get enough wins, first of all, mm-hmm. to get there.
2: Yeah, they got the basically elimination game with Tuscola yep. this week. And then they close out with 4-3 and three Chester on the road.
1: And Travis, the team that I have on the bubble as well, but on the possible better side of the bubble, is Tuscola. Mm -hmm. Three and four, Travis. You mentioned they have to face Warrensburg. But then who do they have the final week of the season?
2: They have Oblong. That would be
1: Oblong. And Tuscola right now 37th and 1A, which is a better position than Warrensburg as far as points go. I think if Tuscola can take care of business these two weeks, Travis, they could get into the playoffs as a 12, a 13. That's a dangerous Mm. team Yeah, when you think of possibly them versus an Arthur, them versus a Cumberland, a Casey, something like that in a first-round matchup. That is a little scary for me.
2: Hmm, yep. And it all depends on what will happen this week. Yep. Yep. With the Warrensburg game.
1: All right. Little line eye. Yep. Mount Carmel, Casey, Lawrenceville, you're all in. you they all, all got good. six wins. They're all good to go.
2: Yep. And – uh, where's Casey here in one eight?
1: so they needed to get six wins because even yeah. though they're six and one, I think they are the worst six and one team. Yeah, so twenty
2: three points.
1: They, I think, will host a game because I expect them to win their final two games. The remaining record they have is only four and ten, so they should take care of business these last two weeks and get um.
2: And they got only this week, and then they close out with Paris. The Paris That's where game is questionable for me because
1: Paris may be playing for their playoff life. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Paris, they are our lone bubble team in the Little Illini. 4-3, 25th and 3A. Points-wise, that makes me feel good. 25th, 3A, I feel comfortable there. But can I get five wins? That's only one more. I think that they'll find a way to do it.
2: Yeah, they got Robinson this week. Robinson's yep. been playing some good ball uh, towards the later yep. part of the season. Have. But then they close out the year with Casey. You don't want to go into that 4-4. No, a must win. And a must win. Yep. So.
1: yep. I, I think they Paris really has to take care of business this weekend. Mm-hmm. South Central Conference.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Greenville, you're in. Yep. Second right now in 3A. They're good. So they are good to go sitting at 7-0. Playoff eligible teams, Pena is playoff eligible, currently 17th in 2A, and Vandalia, 18th in 2A. Both of those with five wins, I think both those teams will make it. I I expect them, um, both of them have losing records still of teams to face. Vandalia is easier at 4-10, and Pena still 6-8, and eight. Um, but I expect both these teams to get six wins and be good to go.
2: Pena close out. On the road against Litchfield and Staunton in mm-hmm. their final two games. Vandalia also has Litchfield in Week 9, but this week they have 0-7 Gillespie. So you'd think that the Vandals would pick up win number 6.
1: And now let's talk the bubble, Travis. And I feel no other conference has a bubble quite like the South Central Conference. I have Carlinville, Litchfield, Payson, and Hillsborough all right there. Let's start with Carlinville. Carlinville, 4-3, and three. 26th right now in 2A but the remaining schedule is 3 and 11 I think they can get to 6 wins still I still think they can get to 6
2: yep they got 0 and 7 Gillespie in week 9
1: and then this week they're at Hillsboro that's gonna be the matchup mm-hmm. that's the yep. matchup yep Litchfield 4 and 3 they're 10 and 4 remaining schedule that's a tough remaining schedule but they're 27th and 3A again point wise I think they're good can they get a 5th win
2: uh, it's the two, two big dogs, mm-hmm. two of the three at least. Payna and Mandelia. Yeah, so. that's where
1: Litchfield. You got to get one of them. Mm-hmm. And we'll, uh, I don't which know one, if they're going which to
2: ones you can get. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Uh,
1: Piasaw, Travis, four and three. Their remaining schedule also ten and four. They're twenty-eighth and two-a. Again, that's a little bit closer to that magical thirty-two number that scares me a little bit. But they got to get five wins too.
2: Yep, they got Greenville this week and Hillsboro to close out the year. So and Hillsboro down maybe to that.
1: they're our final uh, bubble team. They could be possibly playing for a playoff or they could be eliminated by that point, depending on what they do. Eight and six remaining schedule. Point wise, Travis 35th and 38. They're right there. They're three spots away. Mm. But can they get five wins? That's their question. They got to win out.
2: Yep, got to win against Carlinville and Payasaw. They host exactly. Carlinville this weekend.
1: So that's our bubble talk. Mm-hmm. But Travis, uh, if, if we want to go to break, we are not done with the playoff talk just yet.
2: Yeah, we'll continue that uh, playoff talk, yeah. and we'll close out the starting lineup with uh, just that. Coming up on the
1: other side. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. Live and unrehearsed.
3: Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, pops. What's on your mind?
0: I just I can't explain it. Started
3: to wander. loss of who you thought you is.
0: When your kid can't find the
2: language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures.
0: I know you're out there and you know who you are. This is Zola from PlanZDiet.com. I know the thought process because I've been there. This is the time of the year when you tell yourself you're gonna go on a diet the first of the year, so you might as well cut loose because it's gonna be all about suffering through yet another diet starting in January. Sound familiar? The difference is this year is gonna be different if you decide to do Plan Z instead of one of those other diets. This time you're not going to suffer. Plan Z is a whole food diet protocol. That means you eat real food. Nothing from a box, no magic shakes. I'm a food writer and I've designed designed over 900 recipes for Plan Z. Dieters say this doesn't even taste like a diet, and I guarantee Plan Z to work. Plan Z comes with my patented ZR50 Crave Control Spray, designed to help you diet comfortably. That means less hunger. It also helps you through the detox that gives you the headaches, the cravings, the jitters, the crabbiness, and more. No other diet does that. No other diet is Plan Z. Check us out at PlanZDiet.com, PlanZDiet.com.
1: and now now here's the thing I was just looking at ESPN they have their team and I almost choked on the water I hadn't drank yet because it says for the Saints they've given up nine points per game that's it the starting lineup that is not right it's just the playoffs no it's it's cumulative of the season I believe well maybe not it's just the playoffs no because they give up okay it is you're right okay never mind don't listen to me. I'll be sitting over here being quiet. On
3: ninety-eight
2: nine, the game. Welcome back in into the uh, starting lineup. We're on ninety-eight nine. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here. We're only here on 98.9 for a little bit longer. Still closing out the show with some more uh, playoff talk here. We just talked about the uh, bubble and whatnot, so let's continue the playoff talk.
1: All right. 97 teams, Travis, in the state have clinched. Yep. That means there's 159 bursts left. Yep. I went through. It seems like a
2: lot. What? That seems like a lot. It
1: does. Um. I went through each class and saw where right now five wins will get you, okay?
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: in Class 1A, right now, the lowest you could be with five wins is 26th, which to me means there's going to be more than five teams, more than 32 teams with five wins, mm-hmm. just because that's already at twenty six. Class 2A, 24th is the last place you can get with five wins. So... I, I think that one may be a little bit more condensed. Uh, 3A, 22nd with five wins. 4A, 22nd as well with five wins. And then in 5A, 21st with five wins. That's the lowest you could be right now if you have five wins. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of room for teams in those other later classes to still get in there. Mm-hmm. But as far as class 1 and 2A, I think that's kind of condensed. And that got me thinking, Travis, Uh uh-huh. is anyone getting bumped? Meaning, is anyone moving classes from where we think they are?
2: Yeah, I mean, that always seems to happen.
1: So, i got to look in. And let's look at some of these teams, Travis. Mm -hmm. Class 1A. Okay. Right now, the the bracket is 154 to 316. That's what Mm -hmm. classifies 1A. Arthur at 303. I think they're in the danger zone to get moved up.
2: Yeah, it seems like that was the topic of conversation last year as well.
1: Casey at 231, I think they're safe. I mean, they're almost 100 away from, yeah, they're so safe they're good. Villagrove, 190, they're good. Mm-hmm. Cumberland, 289, has me a little concerned, just a teeny tiny bit, but not a whole lot. They, sure. I have them in the yellow, as far as, you know, if we were to do, you know, green, good, you're staying at that class, red, you you may be moving. I have Cumberland in the yellow. Uh-huh. Tuscola, I also have in the yellow, 279 right now is what they're listed as. I, I think they're going to be pretty safe.
2: Yeah, I think they are.
1: Arcola, if they make it, 208. Argenna, 253. Nokomis, 173. I think they're all safe. Mm-hmm. Warnsburg, Travis. Remember that number we said was 316? Warnsburg's at 313. Yeah. They could get moved.
2: That's right on the They're on the right border. there.
1: Mm-hmm. Looking at 2A.
2: Yep.
1: Number 319 to 417. Shelbyville, 349. They're not moving. They're good.
2: Yep, they're good. They're going
1: to be in 2A. Lawrenceville, 325. They're pretty good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Pena, 387. Gives me some pause.
2: Mm, a little bit.
1: A little bit of pause. They're in the yellow. Vandalia, 381. Also in the yellow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Carlinville, Travis. If they make it, 412.
2: Yeah, that's right on the board. That's right
1: there. They will probably get moved. And Piazzaw, four ninety six. Or three ninety six. They could get moved as well if they make the postseason. Yeah. The most interesting one, Travis, uh, there's two of them in three A. Paris, fifty two uh five hundred and twenty one and a half. The number is five sixty seven. I could see them getting moved. They're in the yellow.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say that's always seems to be a conversation with them too. Yes.
1: But, Travis, the main one I'm looking at, Greenville in 3A. The number 567, Greenville's 542. Mm. What a dangerous spot for Greenville to be in because I think at 3A, they can make a run. If they get moved up to 4A, I don't think they can make a run.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I, they would much rather stay in 3A. They'd much rather
1: stay 3A. Same with Arthur. Arthur would much yeah. rather stay 1A as opposed to moving up to 2A because mm-hmm. 2A you have to face Shelbyville you would possibly have to face Pena and Vandelia as well it's a lot harder at 2A for a 1A school
3: mm-hmm.
1: but as yep. we've seen in years past Travis last year if you remember there was no bubble There, there every team who had 5 wins got there
3: mm-hmm.
1: the yep. way that this is shaping up especially again looking at class 1A and how 26 teams already have 5 wins with 2 weeks left yeah, people are going to be missing this postseason with five wins.
2: Mm. That always makes the selection Saturday mm-hmm. more intriguing when mm-hmm. we have a bubble of who's going to make it, who doesn't. So we'll have to uh, wait and see. So Arcola, for that.
1: Argenta, Nakomis, you may get five wins and you still still may not, may make, not it. make it.
2: Mm. That's always the crushing part of Selection Saturday. So uh, that'll be coming up in a, a couple weeks. And uh, that'll do it here for us on the uh, show. We'll have more to stay in the uh, podcast. We'll talk a little hockey in the pod over there. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is a little bit later on Is we got postseason baseball. But right now coming up next is Carlina versus
1: Joe. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the Starting Lineup on 98.9 The Game. Yeah, I thought you were saying Newt Bar.
2: Woo-hoo! Welcome back in. Welcome to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Parks, Eric Fry here with you. And we got some random news and notes to get to. We also got this day in sports history. We also got on this overtime session some hockey talk. As we had not one, but three games on the puck drop last night for the the official season getting underway. And a banner raised up in Vegas fashion as only they could do. So we'll take a look at that here in just a second. But is there anything on there that you wanted to clean up?
1: Yes. Uh, Austin Eckler plans to return against the Cowboys. Um, the Charger running back says there's a 99% chance he plays in Monday night's game against the Cowboys. So.
2: Oh, that's a Monday night game, too. It is, yeah.
1: So he gets an extra day. Oh. Yep. Cowboys on uh, prime time for you again, Travis.
2: Oh, well, no. I was talking about fancy purposes. Oh, yeah. For can't really
1: the, wait around on him, can you? Can't.
2: Nope. Got to make that decision. Yep.
1: All right. Now we're going to get into the sad news because there's a lot of sad news we need to report. Uh, Former NHL head coach and beloved hockey analyst Barry Melrose has been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Melrose will now be retiring from his role with ESPN. Melrose's colleague at ESPN, John Bucciagross, announced the news on opening day of the 23-24 season. Melrose said in a statement that he will now spend more time to focus on his health and spend time with his family. The 67-year-old is an Emmy award-winning hockey analyst that joined ESPN in 1996 following a three-year head coaching stint leading the Los Angeles Kings. He also coached the Tampa Bay Lightning for 16 games. During the 08 09 season, I always loved Barry Melrose.
2: Yeah, and that was uh, very sad news to hear about, especially on opening night of the hockey season. But yep. this was kind of explaining his absence yep. of the uh, television coverage that ESPN had, and they had a, a Bucci with that, a tweet that he uh, sent out announcing that uh, diagnosis. I uh, came out with a very lengthy uh, tribute mm-hmm. video uh, for him that Wayne Gretzky kind of um, narrated yep. uh, there that I'm currently watching on Twitter again. But uh, yeah, what a personality it was for the game of hockey. And yep. I thought it was so fascinating uh, with him is that he also played in the NHL, too, and he had over 700 penalty minutes yep. in his career. So. And
1: and one of the best mullets in the game. Oh yeah. His mullets. Mullet was right up there. Yep. yep.
2: Sh- sharp dressed man. Yeah, very much so. Every time and, you saw him. But man, that was a bummer. Yep. yep. Uh to hear about. So well and, wishes to him and Yes spend as much time with your family as you can get yep
1: and the bad news continues Longtime nba coach brendan malone is dead at the age of 81 the denver nuggets announced his death in a statement after playing basketball at the high school and college level malone worked as an assistant with several nba teams over four decades he also served as head coach for the raptors and Cavs. his son michael malone is the current nuggets head coach who led the team to its first NBA title this past season. Team Statement calls him a great man who left behind a great legacy in the world of basketball. So, thoughts go out there. Mm-hmm. Olympic legend Mary Lou Renner is fighting for her life in the ICU. That's according to her daughter, who said on an Instagram story that her gold medalist mother is battling pneumonia. She also shared a spot fund page. She stated, uh, she started for Renton's Medical Costs. 55-year-old made history the first American woman to win gold in the 1984 Olympics. The fundraiser has $50,000 and has over 100 donors so far.
3: Mm. So, uh,
1: thoughts there to famous yep. Olympian there. And that's the end of our, our sad news. So now we're going to go to something that's a little bit happy, if you are a baseball team at least. As the top high school baseball player in Japan... Streamlining his journey to the MLB, Renato Sasaki has announced that he is going to play NCAA baseball in America instead of joining the Nippon Professional Baseball draft. Sasaki hasn't committed to a university, but reports state that Illinois, no, I'm just I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Vanderbilt is his favorite, of course. Uh, Sasaki hit a record 140 career home runs while playing at the same high school that Shohei Otani attended. He was projected to be the first overall pick in the uh, Nippon Professional Baseball Draft, but by going to college in America, he'll be eligible for the MLB Draft after three seasons. Hmm. Travis, this is interesting. Another route for international players. I've never heard of a, a, a player that well known in Japan, first mm-hmm. overall pick there, instead of saying, No, I want to go to America to play college so I can get to the MLB faster. Right. That's interesting yeah. to me.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting that he went to the same high school as Shohei. Shohei. Otani. So he probably looks at Otani's success in MLB and yep. like, hey, I want to streamline wanna this faster. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, I don't know if he pitches, but our record, sure. our record homer is pretty good when, again, you're talking about the same high school that Shohei went to and you have the record for most home runs. Sure, yeah. That's pretty good. Uh-huh. So um, and then I wanted to just uh, put this in here because it's Travis's favorite guy. Um, Dylan Brooks, Travis was ejected less than five minutes into his first game with the Houston Rockets Tuesday night for a flagrant two foul to the groin of Daniel Feast of the Pacers. Uh, Brooks said he didn't mean to strike these and chalked the ejection up to his reputation. Quote, I tried to navigate a screen. I might have tapped him below the waist, but he got right back up. I don't know. It's weird that every time it happens to me, I get picked on. I guess it's part of reputation. Brooks was asked whether he feels targeted by refs. He says, what's the name? What's my name? My name is Dylan the Villain, so I guess.
2: (laughs) Dylan the Villain. Dylan
1: the Villain. So (laughs) there you go first game as a rockets coach
2: oh yeah it's i didn't do anything it's my reputation
1: yep (laughs) yep his head coach his new coach said um we love his aggressiveness and physicality but reputation's carrying the nba and people will look for certain things you got to monitor that better
2: Mm. or just don't do that stuff don't put yourself in that situation
1: oh and it Brooks even made it worse. Are you ready for this? uh, Oh, jeez. Just quit talking. This this is what he said. For a flagrant two foul like that, you got to know if a person is doing it on purpose or intention. That's really going at who I am as a person. That ref, Mitch, that just shows that he just doesn't know who I am as a person. He's just going off what's been said. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Dylan Brooks. Okay. Please don't join Team USA. (laughs)
2: Yes, why Why would we want it? He's Canadian, right?
1: Yeah, they beat us. He's one of the guys who beat us. Yeah.
2: I'm waiting for this.
1: See, Here you go, I got the video. Add. Yeah, I mean, he, he did. He hit him.
2: Mm, I mean... I
1: mean, I, I think it was more the gut area than below the belt. But still, I mean, it's the fact of, like, he's... If you watch, here you go, Traps. Uh, this is a rough reviewing it. But if you watch as he's getting picked, like his hand immediately just boom, right there. Just hand out. Hmm. He's shaking a hand. Hmm. That's not what you do when trying to get around a screen.
2: Yeah. But of course, everything is guy's a against me. The world is against me. And the and world is out to get media. me.
1: You're darn right. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks, you're a chump. And the media's out to get me. I am. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Richardson for the Colts is going to miss four to eight weeks.
2: Four to eight weeks? Yeah. Yeah, so not just this week's game against Jacksonville. Yep. it be a lot longer.
1: And the Yankees are eyeing changes after this year. So
2: Everybody's eyeing changes.
1: Everyone's got the changes. Changes yeah, everyone, all around.
2: Everyone wants to make it back to the postseason.
1: So... Um, hold on. Let me one last one last check here before we move on. Make sure that nothing breaking has happened here uh, in the sports world. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers says he wants to debate Travis Kelsey about the coronavirus vaccine. Oh, so shut That'll up. be great. Um, there's crowdfunding for Mary Lou Retton, who's battling pneumonia, as we talked about. Um, Former NFL player Sergio Brown was taken into custody over mother's death. So, that's not great. Oof. Authorities found the 73-year-old Myrtle Brown dead near a creek behind a Chicago area home last month. Sergio Brown was traveling in Mexico when he was deported and taken into custody by U.S. police near San Diego. Hmm. So, And um, Travis also dropped today a trailer for the Iron Claw.
2: I did see that. Yeah. People people that don't. I didn't know. I thought it was going to be a Netflix No, it's an actual movie movie. Hmm. It's
1: in theaters December 22nd. Celebrate your Christmas with the death of a family. (laughs) I was going
2: to say, maybe not the best way to celebrate the holiday season there. Christmas. We're all now dead. (laughs) Oh man, people don't know what's coming. If no. uh, you don't know anything about the Von Erichs, it's got Erics. Zac
1: Efron in it, so there's that. There
2: is that. I also got some stacked.
1: Jeremy Allen White, Holt McCallany, mm-hmm. Harris also got Dickinson. Some,
2: got some wrestler actual wrestlers, yep. in there playing uh, people in, yep. in, in portraying the people on the show or in real life. You know.
1: Now you see, I wanted. Um, oh, I, I can't think of his name right now off the top of my. I always talk about him, but I can't. I can't think of who it is to be to be Fritz, but Sam Elliott. I wanted Sam Elliott to be Fritz.
2: Uh, I mean, I don't know if he has the right look. I don't for think it, he
1: has the look, but he's got the voice.
2: Yeah, a little bit. I think they kind of nailed it with the look. Yeah, you can always work on your um, on your voice. Yeah, bub. Mm. Yeah. Official trailer, A 24 yep. productions about the Von Eriks. You going to go watch this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I will. But be prepared. Be prepared if you don't know. If you don't know the story yep. of the Von Eriks. always one of the stories that fascinated me in wrestling. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll look forward to two uh, that on our holiday uh, season of viewing list, and uh, let's take a look at uh, some NHL hockey here. We already talked about the uh, Barry Melrose uh, news, but actually the stuff that happened on the ice last night—a triple header. It was uh, the uh, Lightning getting a win over the uh, Predators, five to three on opening uh, night, as it was Nicholas Paul scoring a couple goals for the uh, Lightning. Braden Point with a Three assists in Tampa picking up the opening night win. This was what everyone was waiting for. It was the uh, Connor Bedard versus Sidney Crosby yep. uh, matchup, and uh, the Penguins looked good early until they didn't yep. as they uh, blew it there. Three uh, goals in the final period gave the Blackhawks the comeback win, 4 to 2. And yes, the Golden Goose. Connor Bedard with his first NHL assist in the game as well. Yep. So Blackhawks winning comeback fashion, and the Golden Knights uh, were there to uh, raise the Stanley Cup banner, and they did it in only Vegas style. I love that. Yeah, it was very cool uh, with the slot big slot machine that they had and the banner coming out of it, and all the pop and circumstance that they usually have before their home games. And um, hey. Vegas. They picked up a couple in the first period, and it was on from there. And uh, they won it 4-1. to one. They got an empty netter there in the third period to close it out. So they went on opening night over Eric's Kraken.
1: That's okay. One loss isn't going to doom them. They're still going to the cup. Yeah, and what are you going to
2: do? I mean, on a team's opening night. Yeah, it's tough to get the dub. So,
1: opening night where they're raising the banner. I mean, right.
2: yeah. hmm So, uh, they fell down three-zero and just couldn't come back. So, uh, we do have a little bit more of a games on tonight. Uh, we got the Canadians, their first game against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Also a, a pick to go to the Cup by Eric. Yep. Uh, you got the uh, Senators going up against the Hurricanes. Uh, the Blackhawks are in, back in action, and a more uh, exposure for Connor Bedard. Uh, they are on TNT tonight against the uh, Bruins, and uh, that is at 6:30. And then uh, the second game of that doubleheader on TNT is the Colorado Avalanche. Their first game against the LA Kings there in Crypto.com. Arena. Uh, Connor McDavid starts off in uh, Vancouver to take on the Canucks and the uh, Jets and Flames will also match up tonight as well. Winnipeg versus Calgary. There, so we got the Canadian teams facing off. Except for Ottawa, they're the only ones that have to travel to America. I guess yes. they're the odd on, on ones out. There, so still have to wait another day, mm-hmm. another day for my Blues. Hit the ice for the first time against Dallas tomorrow. So we'll take a look at
1: tomorrow's action or Thursday's action tomorrow. I've talked about this before, Travis, and I will continue to say it. Opening day needs to have everybody play, or at least within two days. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I thought for sure that it would be
2: like a yeah everybody getting. Underway tonight. And, like, it would. Do we really need the Blackhawks playing back-to-back?
1: Well, and not only that, it's one thing for MLB to kind of space it out because you have Mother Nature that can throw a wrench into it. So, you have the buffer day in case. You don't Mm -hmm. have to worry about that with hockey. You don't have to worry about that with the NBA. NFL a little bit, but they play in the rain. Like, as long as it's not, you know, super bad, they'll keep playing. Mm -hmm. So, I just don't get why we can't have everybody play on the same day.
2: Right. Nope. Nope. Not to be. We have to wait until later in the month for that to happen. Annoying. It might happen before that, but um, it's definitely that. NBA, you also do it
1: too, and I'm not a fan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the NBA, it'll be starting before you know it too. Yeah, two weeks. I would say the end of this month, I know.
1: Yeah, the 24th, I think we have a broadcast, depending on how schedules work out.
2: Still preseason.
1: Uh, got to go a while. Yeah, yeah. I think the twenty fourth is what I read. Opening night. Twenty fourth, like you say? Our for our first broadcast.
2: Mm, yeah, I mean that's probably opening night. Uh, Denver against
1: the Lakers. Lakers yep. Well, and everything goes according to plan. We'll have it on ninety nine. The game.
2: Phoenix and Golden State as well.
1: That's not a bad one either. Durant versus the Warriors again.
2: Yep. See if Durant suits up.
1: Yeah. Well, they have to, Travis. With the new rule.
2: <laughs> uh, but if you're legitimately injured. That's true. Yes, we'll see. So that's uh, that's all I got.
1: Okay. I got one more thing before we get to this day in sports history, Travis. Oh,
2: I almost forgot about this date. Yes. I even wrote it down.
1: The uh. Olympics in L.A. are proposing five new sports for the game in 2028. Do you know what these are, Travis?
2: <laughs> no.
1: Okay, I'm going to tell you, and I want you to tell me which one you want to be in the Olympics in 2028. Mm-hmm. Baseball slash softball. Yes. Which, again, I think should always be in the Olympics anyways. Cricket. Okay. Lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Squash. Or flag football. Ooh.
2: I think uh, squash could be uh, entertaining. Mm. Have a baseball obviously.
1: I'd love flag football.
2: Nah. I don't want to wa- I don't want to watch flag football. You don't
1: want to watch flag football? I just I want to know what countries would be in it.
2: <laughs> right.
1: What other countries besides America and Canada are playing flag football? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Right. So and maybe the shortest Olympic event ever. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't know very many. I mean, to be fair, if I was a if they put flag football in. And let's say I lived and was a citizen of Germany or London or something like that, I'd raise my hand and be like, "I'll go for flag football." I'll try out. Hmm.
2: Or people would be like, "Flag football." Nah, we're playing. How do, place,
1: how do you kick a ball with a flag on it? <laughs> right, exactly.
2: Exactly. What does that mean?
1: Well, I mean, the NFL's trying their whole, we're global now. We're going to play so many games all over the place. In we Mexico, do. and in London, and Europe, and everywhere. Germany, yeah. This would be a good gauge of seeing, NFL, how global are you?
2: Right. Yeah, and one of the reasons why I don't want cricket is because, well, America would stink in that.
1: I wouldn't mind lacrosse.
2: Yeah. I think US that would, would be, be good at lacrosse. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know what other countries are playing lacrosse either.
1: I don't know. Send for hook, though. I know.
2: <laughs> Send for him. Send for him
1: for the lacrosse team.
2: Uh, Lacrosse.
1: But baseball and softball, I think, should be the, the correct answer. The problem is, is that you won't have MLB players in it which is always the problem. We did this a couple of years ago when baseball was back in the Olympics, and it was just a bunch of people who weren't on teams, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: there was no one that made you want to tune in to watch it. So that's right. probably why they take it away every every time. Right, yeah. Because, I'm sorry, Aaron Judge is not taking two weeks out of his MLB season to go suit up for Team USA. <laughs> Although, Travis, yep, uh... I think they should, as opposed to the World Baseball Classic. But that's another argument for another story. Mm-hmm. Yep,
2: another argument for another day Just there. Just
1: extend the All-Star break. It's like I do. Extend the All-Star break with the Olympics. You got time, 2028. Just figure out a way to make it work, MLB. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. But
2: then that. I- stretches out the postseason even further into November and then that shortens the off season, and you got two weeks in the middle of the season and blah 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 just but it's run made, down the list it's
1: in LA so that I think makes it more manageable it's in America everyone's already here they're already here playing mm-hmm. so let's just make it happen shorten the season whatever you got to do make it happen for one year
2: Hmm. We barely want to destroy the season for COVID, and I doubt that we're going to do it for the Olympics. But,
1: again, Travis, you you've talked about it. You've mentioned it. I think it was on your top five moments, sports stories of the year, the Otani and Trout Showdown at the World Baseball Classic. Now, imagine that is for an Olympic gold medal, mm-hmm. not just a made-up thing that the baseball people made up because they don't want to partake in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. It's it would be means equally, so much more. That would be equally epic. It would be it would be more epic, because you'd have the entire country tuning in. Because we all know when the Olympics come around, we all support Team USA, no matter what time it is, no matter what sport it is. We all end up watching lacrosse, or we'll watch luge, or we'll watch whatever it is that a USA right. person's in. We're gonna watch it. And if yep. you're telling me it's a gold medal more people are going to watch it.
2: Mm -hmm, How many
1: people watch the World Cup that don't care about soccer? But if the USA is in it, they're going to watch.
2: A lot. Yep, we're up at 3 or 4 a.m. watching curling. Yes. Just because USA is doing it.
1: Let's get baseball and the Major League Baseball Association, the Players Association, to get these players in the Olympics.
2: I mean, hey, it would be cool. It would be cool if we could make it happen.
1: It's once every four years deal with it. Yeah. I'm not asking you to reinvent the wheel. Just once every four years. And I bet if you pulled the players, they would love to do it. I think they would much mm-hmm. rather do that than the World Baseball Classic. We've already talked about that. What team had the most people go to the World Baseball Classic? The Cardinals. How'd they do this year? Eh. Mm-hmm. Even though Travis said it wasn't a factor, you can't tell me it wasn't.
2: Yeah, I think that we would have sucked either way. No matter what.
1: Possibly, but I don't think the World Baseball Classic helped.
2: No, but it wasn't the main reason why we missed the postseason and we stunk. We finished in last place in the Central. That wasn't that reason.
1: Hold on. I'm looking up something.
2: (laughs) Uh, What could you possibly be looking up here? has stuff to do with the Cardinals.
1: It has to do. Hold on. What teams had the most players in the World Baseball Classic? We know the Cardinals were at the top of the list. Hmm. The teams with the most players competition are the Astros and Cardinals, who each had 13. The Mets had 10.
2: The Astros. Yeah, the, they're about
1: ready to get they're eliminated. They're still playing. They're about ready to get eliminated.
2: They're about to go to the CS.
1: Okay. Here's here's the thing, Travis. All right, I'm gonna here are the top teams. All right. Yes. The Astros, mm-hmm. the Cardinals, yep. the Mets. How many injuries did they deal with this year?
2: Did it involve people that participated in the World Baseball Classic?
1: The Padres. Mm-hmm. The Angels. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers. Who we're yes. about ready to be
2: eliminated. But they're still playing in the May the postseason one hundred games. Phillies are still in it. The Rays. Mm-hmm. Rays. Rays made the postseason.
1: Mariners, Rockies, and Cubs. Those are the top eleven. Of those, the Astros, the Dodgers, the Phillies, and the Rays made the postseason. Four out of eleven made the postseason.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You can't tell me it wasn't a factor.
2: No, no, it wasn't a factor. Look at the Astros; they're still going. They're going to make the World Series, and they had just as many as the as the Cardinals. Can't tell me to, it didn't play a factor. It had nothing to do with that. <sighs> I will keep saying it. <laughs> uh, the Mets and Padres had some uh, other issues, and the uh, Cardinals had issues of not having enough pitching and whatnot. And nothing to do with the World Baseball Classic, so.
3: No,
1: you cannot you cannot sway me on this draft. <laughs> I know, and you can't sway me the other I way either. I blame the World Baseball Classic. And you can't sway with me the other it. way either.
2: Well, we'll uh, we'll see if it makes its return in a couple of years, with the uh, I think it's every two years, or every four, that the Olympics aren't on. I don't know how it all works. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: (sighs) I don't think they know. They just make it up as they go. Nay. I feel you. Yep. Well, Travis will watch. I will never watch the World Baseball Classic. (laughs) Never. Never. It is not. Nope. I will never watch it. Never. He's never going to do it. Nope. He refuses to do it. I refuse to. That's right. Wow. It is a lame attempt
2: at the Olympics. I'm sure that they really are hurting for your. The same reason viewership. why I don't watch
1: the FIBA World Cup. Don't care. Soccer World Cup, sure, but the basketball World Cup, nope, not a fan. Mm.
2: I mean, I will only do it when the real players, like the big stars,
1: are there. But they're never there. They're always in the Olympics. They're never in the 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 warm up tournaments.
2: I thought sometimes they were. I think this year, everybody, since the uh, whole thing of rest yep. and everything else, yep. uh, they don't do it, but that's only been recently uh, there. All right, so before we get out of here, we need to get to this day in sports history. All right,
1: this day in sports history, Travis, on this day in 1992, Dion Sanders plays for the Falcons, flies to Pittsburgh, and suits up for an Atlanta Braves NLCS game but doesn't play. So he did it. <laughs> Didn't even play. I think that they have, uh, the game. they have a nice 30 for 30 on that uh, Dion double take, I think. Mm-hmm. Check it out. It's on Disney+. Plus. Um, on the day in 1992, also, it was a turning point in the Blue Jays' two-year championship run in a rally from a 6-1 deficit to beat the Athletics 7-6 in 11 innings in Game 4 of the ALCS. The Blue Jays scored three runs in the 8th, then tied the game in the ninth on a Roberto Alomar home run versus Dennis Eckersley. The Athletics have the winning run thrown out at home in the ninth, and the Blue Jays win it on a Pat Bourdais sacrifice fly in the tenth. Mm -hmm. On this day in 1997, Wayne Gretzky records his 50th NHL hat trick and first with the New York Rangers in a 6-3 victory against the Vancouver Canucks at GM place.
2: 50 hat tricks.
1: Gretzky was a Ranger? Mm Mm-hmm. Why am I forgetting that?
2: I don't know. He's on the cover of a video game with it.
1: Is he really? Mm-hmm. When I think of Gretzky, I think of Kings, and I think of Oilers, mm-hmm. and I think of coaching Phoenix.
2: He's also blue for a season.
1: I remember you talking about that one time. Mm-hmm. So I, I do remember that. I don't remember him ever being our New York Ranger.
2: Yeah, he was. It's
1: because they never won a title <laughs> when he was there, right? Uh, or is that the year they I won it? I think so. I mean, I don't know. With if, Messier raising
2: the... Yeah. I think that was the year, but I'll Anyways, have to get we'll, back. we'll keep going. Mm-hmm.
1: On this date in 1999, Pedro Martinez comes out of the bullpen to pitch six hitless innings as the Red Sox feed the Indians and complete a comeback from 2-0 down in the ALDS. Hmm. On this day in 2008, in a preseason matchup, Denver beat the Suns 77-72 at the Indian Wells California Tennis Garden. The game is noteworthy because it's the first NBA game played outdoors in three decades. Hmm. Did he spend more time as a Ranger than as an Oiler or a King?
2: I mean, he spent three years from 96 to 99 as a Ranger. Uh, 88 to 96, to the Kings. Okay. And uh, he spent Edmonton 79-88. See, okay. So, just three seasons. Okay.
1: On this date in 2020, LeBron James recorded his second career finals clinching triple-double. Also, he did it in Game 7 of 2016 as the Lakers beat the Heat in six games to win the bubble. Travis, LeBron's only title is a Laker in the bubble. Yep. The rigged that championship.
2: That doesn't count.
1: The rigged championship. <laughs> And finally, Travis, on this day in 2021, the Ravens overcame a 16-point deficit in the fourth quarter to beat the Colts on Monday Night Football, their second largest fourth quarter deficit overcome in a victory in team history at the time. The Ravens also became the second team to win a Monday Night Football game after trailing by eight or more points in the final minute of regulation. Mm. You really have to be bad if you are up eight in the final minute and find a way to lose. Oh, yeah.
2: That was an epic comeback.
1: That was the Colts in 2021.
2: Mm Mm-hmm
1: and Matt Travis is SportsCenter. center. That's your sports day center. History. Sports day thing.
2: Uh he did not win a cup in.
1: See, that's why nobody remembers it.
2: That was uh 94, I think mm. is when they uh, won finally, the Stanley finally Cup. Won it.
1: Um won it yeah. all and celebrated.
2: Uh, The uh, Rangers, they made the playoffs in 1997, but then they didn't return until 2006. See. So, the buffer, that was the buffer year between the Kings and uh, Rangers. Uh, I spent a little time with the Blues. All right. So.
1: A little time, like half a season? Or was it one uh, season? 31 games.
2: Um. For the in regular season and postseason, hmm. and we made it all the way to the conference finals. Well, there you go. So, you he traded he on break the curse. February so twenty seventh. Yeah, no, nope. Mm, finally, took us a little bit longer. Yep. But it's all right. So, uh, it's like one of the reasons why he signed with the Rangers was to uh, uh, join up with uh, Mark Messier, and they did. Three more seasons for the great one. Hmm. But he'll be on coverage tonight on NHL, on TNT. We're starting this TNT stuff. Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't affect. It's the, po- it's the MLB postseason that's affecting my Wednesday night viewing.
1: I know it is, Travis.
2: Uh, this week. So I thank them for that. Yep. Thankful. Hashtag grateful. Hashtag blessed (laughs) to close out the starting lineup here. And we'll be back for you on tomorrow's show or your Thursday. And we'll be uh, just taking a look at more football stuff. NFL. College football. See what uh, we can tackle tomorrow. And of course, recap the postseason games and more coaches as well. So Until tomorrow, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We will talk to you then. Peace.